successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or on our website, GrillNationShow.com. I hope you're doing okay during the COVID-19 pandemic and staying healthy and staying safe. Uh, we've had some really great shows the last few weeks talking about, you know, some different resources and uh, how people are coping with the COVID-19 pandemic on a regional and national level. And uh, today I wanted to bring on three uh, of our, our guests that actually we haven't had on for quite a while. Um, actually, and I'll get to that in a second, but they all work in different professions here locally and, and have a lot of... Uh, Great information to share about kind of how they're coping, how their business is, uh, is operating right now. And we'll learn a lot from them on the show. Uh, they've, all been, they've all been on the show. I'll, I'll say that all three of them, the last time they were on the show together, was incredibly November of 2015. I did some research this morning, which is almost five years ago. And then I, I had one of the guests on last year and then a couple of the other ones on in 2016, which seems like just crazy. It's been four to five years. But Today's show, we're joined on Zoom uh, by uh, Andrew Bash, uh, Danny Pfeiffer, and John Kenny Hertz. Guys, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, great. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. Can you believe it's been five years since you guys have been on the show, all of you, at once? I actually can't believe it. I'm uh, considering fact-checking you on Instagram right now and try to find that picture of the last time. <laughs> Hard to believe. The picture on Facebook... I think would uh, is plenty of proof that it was five years ago because I think we all definitely looked five years younger. Maybe yeah, I I would agree with that. <laughs> so uh, let's start with uh, with start with Andrew Bash. Introduce yourself for our listeners that weren't listening to the show five years ago, and then I'll I'll hand it over to Danny and then John. Give us a uh, okay. I'm Andrew Bash with Bash and Co. Sotheby's International Realty. I am the uh, um. I'm a realtor here. I'm also the owner of the company. Yeah. Danny, what about you? Uh, Danny Pfeiffer, I am the principal of Catalyst. We are a 50-state government affairs practice based here in Kansas City. And John Kenny Hertz? John Kenny Hertz, uh, managing partner of Kenny Hertz Perry. Uh, We are a small local law firm that specializes in all things business-related, both transactional and litigation. Good to know. And then I'll uh, introduce our websites here in a little bit, too. But you guys, uh, Andrew posted a photo of us uh, last week from about, I guess, four to five years ago and kind of got us thinking we need to we need to do another show. One, because you guys have done a lot of great things in your careers. But two, I feel like you bring an interesting perspective as far as how how people are dealing with this practice, COVID-19, different takeaways we can get from you. So let's start there. Let's start with Andrew Bash. I mean, what you're in the real estate world, and you just announced a huge new undertaking last year around this time, I believe. What are things looking like in the real estate market? How are you adjusting? 
so real estate continues to be a local, um, you know, answer. It just depends on where your home is, what the price point is. Uh, I will tell you, I am shocked at how active and busy we've been in real estate up to this point. And it's been interesting and fun to watch the different ways in, in which we're showing houses and doing virtual tours of homes and sometimes having the sellers actually take clients through the house on uh, Facebook or through Zoom without us being there. So we're being super uh, careful and cautious and creative in the way that we get um, our homes listed and sold uh, in every price point. But it is certainly more robust as you go lower in price point. Under 500000 um, is still busy. Under 400000 is still multiple offers um, and just insane. As you go the other direction into the upper bracket, there's still stuff selling, but it um, has certainly um, settled a bit. Certainly settled for a spring market. Mm -hmm. This is usually busy time. Um, Danny, you got a lot of stuff going on. You said fully in all these different states with government affairs. So obviously things are been busy for you, I'd imagine. Things are crazy. Things are crazy. I mean, we're in uncharted uh, waters for sure. I mean, states, you know, because of the stay-at-home requirements of social distancing, um, you know, state legislatures have basically, uh, their, their activity has ground to a halt. Some have been able to figure out um, innovative ways to come back online for really essential purposes like um, passing supplemental budgets um, and doing COVID-related things. Uh, but by and large, this is the busy time of year. You'll remember, Jason, you served in the General Assembly. January to May is when most state legislatures meet. Um, and when they do the work uh, for the people of their states um, and, you know, with this pandemic setting in in March, it has really disrupted that process. Um, probably see less legislation in any, you know, in all 50 states than we've ever seen. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see as states now. And I'm really, I've been really encouraged on most of my calls with clients for the last probably few days, at least a lot of the conversations have now kind of um, uh, the tenor has changed. We've turned the corner. It's more, how are we going to reopen? What are we going to do? What are our public policy initiatives going to be when legislatures come back? And legislatures are talking about coming back. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. Mm -hmm. And we'll get more into that in the second segment. Uh, Kenny Hertz, John Kenny Hertz, Kenny Hertz Ferry Law Firm. Besides uh, launching a brand new t-shirt brand, how's the legal business going? Because I know the courts aren't happening, but a lot of clients still need a lot of stuff and they're calling you. Um, they have more time on their hands to, to call their lawyer. Yeah, so I think that it's it's much like uh, a lot of businesses and like like Andy, you know, having to, to find new ways to remain productive um, is kind of what we're doing. You know, we've I think there's some positives that are going to come out of the things that, that we're doing and some greater efficiencies. I think we've also noticed just as an organization uh, some of the areas that we can certainly improve on. I feel like the the negatives rise to the top as much as the positives do when, when everybody has to deal with some adversity. But from a, a business standpoint, yeah, you're right. I mean, litigation-wise, things have come to a screeching halt for anything that has a, a, a upcoming court date. I mean, with courts closed, it makes it a little tough. Um, we also can't file certain actions um, 
just because they're not accepting them. Um, and then, of course, you know, anything that is on the path of alternative dispute resolution is is moving forward. Probably at a little quicker pace, just because everybody has extra time to focus on those things. Um, from the transactional side of our business, we're still doing a number of transactions, uh, primarily in the financial industries, which is interesting because I think that the um, the goal is for the purchasing companies to move forward in a way that takes maybe some advantage of what's going on. Um, right. And then, of course, as far as the, the, you know, we do a lot of work with small businesses and local businesses, and it has just been nonstop where we are, you know, dealing with whether it's the paycheck protection right. uh, plan or the disaster relief loans, a lot of employment issues, and, of course, tons of contractual issues that I think are going to only become more and more prevalent as we move through this. We'll get into that with more after the break. This is going to be a fun show. We're going to get into some fun topics too here on the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us. show. I'm Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us again today on 980 AM KNBZ and on iTunes via podcast. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also on Instagram and on Facebook, Jason Grill. Um, Andrew Bash, Danny Pfeiffer, Kent, John Kenny Hertz, the Grill Nationals as we used to call them, are back in the studio today actually via Zoom. Um, they all have great backgrounds. We'll take some photos and we'll post those. We might even post the video to social media as well. Um, guys, you guys have talked about how your, your businesses are moving forward. I want to talk about what Andrew Bash has launched here. He's doing a, a silver lining perspective, uh, on Instagram and posting a lot of cool stuff. Um, Andrew, tell us about that and why you're doing it. Well, um, on our Instagram Bashco SIR, feel free to follow us. You know, we, we sell houses in every price point. There is a, some believe that Sotheby's International Realty only focus on the focuses in on the high end um, luxury homes, but Sotheby's really thinks uh, Sotheby's International Realty really uh, believes that uh, luxury is about not about a price point but an experience. And um, you know, the company Bash was all about designing extraordinary moments when we had that uh, company with the pink signs before we um, merged with. Bash and became Bash Co. Sotheby's International Realty. Mm -hmm. And I just was thinking about like all of the great things that are taking place as it relates to this shelter in place and the time that I've spent with my family that I wouldn't have otherwise, uh, going on a walk and running into my buddy Danny, uh, having an outdoor social distancing happy hour with Kenny Hertz and his wife. Uh, Still waiting for an invite. I have not received one. They just get, come by what well, you're the next one you're included for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was more of like focusing on all the great stuff that's happening as opposed to the negative. So we just launched this campaign of 
like what are your silver linings i've asked you i'm gonna I'll, I'll put you up you'll probably end up right before we promote the show just different business owners and individuals like what are they what what are the good things that are happening as you uh are in uh in your house for i don't know 45 days so far or something crazy like that i don't even know what it is well let's uh let's preview that actually um Danny, I, I'm sure you, you've got some thoughts on that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think I posted and tagged uh, the Silver Linings Bash Co. SIR, um, a picture of my kids and my mom blowing socially distant air kisses at each other. Uh, she came over to celebrate her 65th birthday last weekend. Um, and, you know, I, we, I, I, I couldn't agree more with Andy. And we talk a lot. We've been talking a lot about this in our house. I'm a road warrior and have been my entire career, travel. Uh, half the year, you know, 180, 200 days. Um, and I've really enjoyed being at home, getting to spend time in my house that Andy Bash sold me. Um, and with my family, spend time with our neighbors doing socially distanced walks and happy hours and things like that. Um, without the distractions of having to run off to do something, you know, run to this meeting, run to that, this soccer event. Um, it's actually been, uh, it's been really nice. And I was joking with someone last night, I think it's going to be hard to kind of come back to a new sense of normal a little bit for those of us who, you know, are, are on the run all the time to actually uh, pick up that pace again. I miss it. Um, but I've, I've absolutely taken advantage of it, enjoyed, enjoyed it for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a good point about getting back to normal with travel. We'll get into that in a second. John, what about you? You know, you've been busy. Uh, I, I see on Instagram, you got a package delivered to you five to six each and every day. Yeah. I don't know if it's a silver lining, but uh, one thing that has become uh, very evident to me is from working from home is that my, my uh, wife likes to order things from Amazon and or name that website. Uh, we get like two or three packages a day. I, look, I make fun of her. She would tell you that most of those packages are mine. I was about to call you out. I'm glad you admitted that. I haven't admitted it yet, Danny. I'm just saying what her argument is. But anyway, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I will say that for us, we've we've been trying to. I mean, we've been staying in contact with with family and friends almost more than when you know before this, which is really strange to think about. It's you know, without sounding cliche, it's like the distance has really kind of brought a lot of closeness. Uh, you know, I talk to my parents like almost every day or every other day, and then of course all the the um the zoom conference calls and facetime and all that kind of stuff it's uh i mean i agree with andy that, that there are certain things that are going to come out of this that are are incredibly beneficial or really kind of make you think about what the um the important things really are not that you know doing all the things that we do and traveling and 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 hanging out with our friends and and getting ingrained in every every work aspect of our work isn't important but uh, it has definitely made it made the perception a little bit different, I think, from my standpoint. I feel like it is the, uh, you know, we focus on how it's destroying the economy and how it's obviously has the health concerns. But at the end of the day, it is the greatest reset button that has ever happened to our society. And you yeah. get the opportunity to either. Um, take advantage of it and and come out of it on the other side and operating in a different manner than maybe you went into before or you waste this opportunity is the way I look at it. Um, you know, I have friends that I was in uh, 
having issues with that like we immediately uh you know amended the situations i'm talking to family members that i haven't talked to in two and three years because like you know they may end up on a ventilator with no one in the hospital i mean anything could happen right now and at the same time you're kind of walking around and you know business as usual in some regards as it relates to you know danny still has to talk to his clients and johnny still has to to uh you know work for his clients and i have to work for my clients and jason you still got to do the show and do your stuff it's like it's so surreal of an experience that like i think it's i think it's an incredible opportunity for all of us it's very positive and optimistic and uh, let's talk about mental health i know you guys are all kind of in tune with that um what have you been doing to kind of not only stay optimistic like andrew was just talking about but uh you know, stay mentally and physically healthy during this uh, quarantine. Stay well, home. I, I said this when we were talk, chatting before the show. I'm, I'm looking at your screen now. The first thing I did that's paid the most dividends is shut off CNN. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched the news in like three weeks. And, and I get news through other means that I can control. But I, for a while, for the first week or so of this, I had the TV on, you know, 15 hours a day. And sure. it was just driving me nuts. And I got to tell you, shutting off CNN... And, uh, and, and and paying attention to what's in front of me and be present in the moment as I, I've never felt more rested and like more uh, dialed into kind of what I'm doing, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour. Uh, and it's been a great relief for me. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's, uh, it's just like anything. If you control your intake, then, you know, you certainly can control your, in this case, mental well-being because I was doing the same thing I had the TV on at all times and it was just you know too much and so now I, I, I'll read some some things in the morning and, and maybe watch a little local news at night but uh, no I'm also I've seen a therapist for almost 10 years now she actually officiated our wedding uh, mm, she after, did I heard about that oh, I was <laughs> and that after, back uh, <laughs> Andy, failed, Andy failed his interview uh, to, to be her officiant, but, uh, she was, uh, she did a, she did a webinar the other day and, you know, a lot of the things that I think we already know to do, which Danny said, you know, be present, you know, take, take your time to really focus on what's ma what matters and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, sometimes it's just good to hear from a, a mental health professional. So I've had a few, um, a few zoom calls with her, uh, and it's been really helpful because I mean, I'll be honest at times, it just seems like incredibly overwhelming and it's really difficult to fathom what it's going to look like, you know, this new norm or whatever we want to call it is really going to look like, you know, I got a call from the, the Royals the other day about opening day tickets that I'd purchased that, uh, I mean, they don't hey, know. Are, they don't are know you not inviting us this year? We know some <laughs> yeah. guys, so you know. I mean, it might be as hard to not as hard to get tickets anymore. But um, I mean, if, if you can get a hold of, uh, if you can get a hold of, uh, what's the guy's name that we were in the picture with the uh, from Saved by the Bell? Oh, uh, <laughs> AC Slater. Slater. If you get a hold of AC Slater, then I'll get an extra ticket, and we're all going to opening day in 2022 or whatever. But, it but you're like, what's going to happen? I mean, the same thing with the Chiefs. I have season tickets to the Chiefs. It's like, wh where are we going to be? Are we going to be sitting further apart? Are we going to have no fans? Are we going to be normal? But, but, you know, none of that is known at this point. We're just kind of hoping that 
I mean, as as the Chiefs are coming off a Super Bowl, the NFL season happens, right? Well, Danny, you do a lot of work with the Chiefs. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we do a lot of work in that area. We represent Live Nation Ticketmaster, um, you know, and I'm not disclosing anything that hasn't been said publicly here, but the reality is um, that they're, you know, they're, it's very, very likely that it won't be large scale um, public events uh, for, for quite some time, certainly through 2020 and well into 2021. Um, and that, you know, that that's, I think, people who are in that industry and that business are talking very openly about that fact. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the, the sports leagues decide to bring sports back. PGA is already talking. We, we represent the PGA as well. The PGA has made the decision to uh, resume tour events. Um, the first being in mid June, but right. with no fans, but with no fans. Right. And with some very, very strict protocols in terms of testing and, um, and how they're going to manage uh, players and those who have to be, on the course during the event. So, you know, golf, it's a little bit easier, but other sports, I, I think it's going to be very, very challenging um, in the near future for them to figure out how to, how to, how to host these games. We'll get into that more after the break. Uh, I want to have some fun as well. I want to catch up with you guys and maybe businesses have been growing too. You're listening to the Grill Nation show here at 980 AM. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening. Hold on to me as we go. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. We are taping via Zoom, but live on 980 AM and on iTunes. If you're listening on our podcast page, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate it and uh, really appreciate our guests today joining us. Andrew Bash, Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. Uh, Danny Pfeiffer, he's the owner of Catalyst. It's a government relations firm. Uh, and John Kenny Hertz from Kenny Hertz Perry, a, a law firm here locally, and they do work uh, throughout the region. We, uh, we used to be on the air a lot until uh, these guys' businesses really started taking off. And, and the Grill you, Nation you show had provided all the resources Jason. it could. But we're back in business during quarantine. Um, <laughs> a lot of stuff has changed uh, over the years, uh, in the last year especially. Um, so, Andrew Bash, I know you, you all at some point had an office, a new office, right? And are having a lot more employees and, and team members than you used to, right? Yeah, no, that's entirely true. And uh, we've grown the company just in the last three weeks during the COVID. Uh, we've added seven agents. Uh, so, you know, we're, people are still buying and selling houses during this. And people are wanting to make changes and be able to um, have an experience with the, a real estate company that um, really honors the idea of, uh, you know, an experience for both the clients and the agents. But more importantly than that, I was thinking all of us here uh, are in varying love stages of what it's like to either be single, be newly married. Here we go. <laughs> or smaller kids. And then mine are a little bit older. So I would like starting with Jason Grill, the biggest challenge uh, of COVID for a single guy living alone and the, and the best thing. Well, I do have a dog um, and I do live in a great neighborhood. So okay. I see a lot of people, um, you know, yeah, you're talking, you know I, I, I was dating um, 
you know, I was pretty happy with it. Uh, and then once this happened, you know, you're kind of on, uh, if you're not in a serious relationship, you're kind of at a loss, to be honest. Your, 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 your chances of dating are Zoom, happy hours, mm -hmm. uh, a walk in Loose Park, essentially, or going for a run or whatnot, or doing something uh, out and about, or going to somebody's home and having like a, a drinks around a fire pit or something. I mean, there's just, there's not many options these days. So it definitely has a, uh, it's put a little stall in the, uh, the dating life. But then I also see the people with a bunch of kids and, and sometimes I'm sitting in the backyard in the hammock thinking, man, this is, this isn't that bad. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That all sounded pretty great to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. For sure. John is the only other person on this that does not have kids. So he yeah, might not have as many changes as me or as the I, other. I think one of the funniest memes that I've seen was uh, something to the effect of haven't heard a lot from the, wow, you guys should definitely have kids crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, Frank, I don't know how you all are doing it. You and Danny and Andrew, I mean, uh, you know, you figured it all out now with your offices and whatnot, but at first it had to be challenging. Well, I know Andy's probably doing like I am, which is getting up early every morning, fixing breakfast for the family, and then immediately transitioning into our homeschool for several hours a day where we're teaching very, uh, very appropriate curriculum. I'm just kidding. I don't think either <laughs> of us are probably doing that. But there are a lot of challenges, Andy. I'm interested to hear from you how you and Courtney are dealing with the kids with, uh, you know, we, I know, you know, all the schools obviously have closed for the remainder of this year. Our kids are on uh, iPads and homeschool curriculum. How are you guys dealing with all that? You know, I'm shocked at how late my kids are going to bed now. Last night, I think they went to bed about 1130. Sometimes they'll still be up at 12. Um, there's the schedule is super weird. That's the, I think the weirdest part. They they sleep until like you know eight fifteen, eight twenty because class doesn't start. Their first virtual doesn't start till like eight forty five or nine, and uh, and they really haven't other than walks. They have not left the house since we you know have been back from like the I think the fifteenth of March was the last time they were like left the home other than like car drives or whatever. So, so it's basically like they're in college. <laughs> <laughs> so what what are you guys so I mean what what are you guys enjoying about this? I mean I know we have all the, the work stuff, but what what is something that you might have uh mentioned in college that you might have forgotten about? For me, I, uh, I've eaten, I mean, you guys are all health freaks, but I have eaten a uh, frozen pizza like every week on the weekends, which I've tried like every single flavor. I think Dave Portnoy at Barstool's got You're me. watching too much Barstool. Yeah, I know. It's on my feed. Once I got on there for the Patrick Mahomes video at the parade, they just started just churning and burning. Um, do you guys know that they used my video from the parade of him drinking yeah. beer? Yeah, of course. Uh, you made sure we all knew that. That was an interesting uh learning about Instagram and social media, but, but, uh, but yeah, so I haven't eaten a frozen pizza probably since, uh, college well maybe law school, but anyway, so I've been trying those out and it's not easy to stay healthy when you do that. But, um, I'm sure Kenny hurts you on your Peloton every week. Every uh, night. no, <laughs> two, times. two times. We got, yeah, we got the, the, the interesting part about the Peloton is you've set up a profile, then people can follow you and see how many classes or how many times you've ridden it. <laughs> and, uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Mr. Josh Evans, sent me a screenshot of my profile that said that I've had two rides. 
in the past like 46 days that we've had it. So, uh, yeah, I'll agree that it is difficult to stay healthy, not to mention, I don't know what it is. It's not that we don't have snacks in our kitchen at work, but um, it seems as if it's a little easier to go from phone call to snack to laptop to snack. What time is it? Eleven thirty. Should it, should we eat lunch now? <laughs> you no, know, I kind of. It's interesting because I found that I've had the opposite of experience of a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people say it's been tough to stay, you know, healthy and in good shape with all the time at home and they're baking cookies and doing all that. You know, my experience has been totally different. I mean, I, because I'm on the road so much generally for work, and uh, you know, being home has been a, an opportunity for me to eat what I want when I want, and it's typically been. A little bit more healthy, um, which is really, really, um, which has kind of been nice. And then, you know, for, for me, uh, and I know I'm gonna bring Andy in on this, um, having, you know, some regular structure, I've been really into my meditation practice. Uh, it's something we've talked about, I think, before, um, Jason, and, and having someone that uh, to hold me accountable to that, like Andy, we'll kind of ping each other every now and then and ask, hey, did you meditate today? It's kind of nice to have um sort of that structure um so you know finding ways to do things that used to be harder for me when you're doing plane trains and automobiles through the day um and it's broke up it's hard to hard to sit down and meditate it's hard to eat healthy it's hard to do that stuff i've kind of been taking i've been taking advantage of it i am uh the, the meditation thing you know i say this all the time like you do not have a meditation practice this is the best time you will ever have to start one and it will literally it just makes such a difference in, in my life. And I know it does in Danny's. Um, my favorite thing about this is just the, you know, a couple nights ago, it was like 1130 at night and all five of us were sitting around the table laughing and cracking jokes. And the amount of time that I spend um, hanging out with my kids and my wife um, and not like necessarily during the day, but when, um, when it happens, it's just so like real and no one is like trying to figure out where they're going next or what's going to happen. And like, you're, it's that in the moment kind of thing. And, uh, I always think about, I feel bad for anybody who was on the verge of a divorce before this started and like, is just dying as it relates to being with their family if they don't like them. But like for my wife and I, like, I have such a newfound respect for, um, what she's doing on a daily basis of like cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, like making a meal for us every night. Um, I mean, she's like a fifties housewife now. She was not that way before. So I, I mean, maybe we shouldn't go back to uh, the normal. I like this. I'm kidding. But it is impressive how everybody kind of steps up to uh, whatever has to happen because there's no cleaning people coming in. There's nobody coming in the house. So it's wild. <clears throat> what's your what's your guys's go-to on the uh, carryout delivery these days? The Russell. The Russell, okay, on Main Street. If you haven't been there, they they make the ordering so easy online, and there's a picture of that all everything, so you don't have to spend any brain power to like read and de decipher a menu. And they bring it out with gloves on, and it's always incredible. And they're local, and uh, Heather and Amante just do an incredible job. Plus, Andy will attest their chocolate chip cookies are by far the best I've ever had in my life. 
Yeah, the Russell has been pretty much. I'm not a big fan of the idea of doing the carry out. It kind of makes me a little bit nervous. But then I get in these waves where I'm like, why? Well, why? I don't. Even, I may have already had the thing, um, so it's probably who knows. But the Russell would be my go-to as well. Yeah, I was going to say we've been crushing your cafeteria. It's right down the street from our house. We can bike down there, grab it to go. Their food's fantastic. Um, we've been. We've been doing a lot of cafeteria in our house. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. Local businesses, you guys. What's well, yours, Grill? You going out? You got out? I'm just trying to stay at my normal. I've gained a few few lbs, but because I, I haven't been able to run as much, but I, uh, uh, I'm just trying to stay within the same normal fitness level. Would it not be a great idea for a date night where you send a meal to a female and you order from the same restaurant and then you have the meal over? Uh, this is what I hear the single guys are doing since Grill won't talk about dating and COVID in the COVID uh, pandemic. This is what I hear people been doing. They go buy the same ingredients, then they come home and get on Zoom and then they cook their meal together on Zoom. I never cooked for a girl before this um, or did the thing like that. So I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I, I've heard about all kinds of stuff. I will uh, maybe I'll have to think about that and be more creative. Um, but anyways, uh, we've got one segment left on the show. We're talking to Danny Pfeiffer, John Kenny Hertz, and Andrew Bash on the Grill Nation show, uh, trying to help you along in this time of COVID uh, with some shows. We're on Zoom. I appreciate you joining us today on the Grill Nation show. Welcome back to our final segment of the Grill Nation show. I've been joined today on 980 AM and on iTunes via our podcast page by Andrew Bash, Danny Pfeiffer, and John Kenny Hertz. Great business owners here in the local area and uh, former guests. And it's good to have them back on again. Hopefully we can do this again at some point in person. Guys, uh, Danny, you mentioned you travel a lot for your job. Has anyone, I mean, I was on an airplane, I guess, middle of March, I guess, when I was in DC and uh, it was still pretty full, but I've heard uh, like a friend of mine flew in from Florida and there were two people on their flight. Yeah, I haven't haven't experienced that. We were, the last time I was on a plane was uh, March 12th, maybe when this was really starting, when the pandemic was starting to become a thing and set in. Um, and it was pretty full, um, but I haven't flown since then. Mm-hmm. And in your, uh, your, your business is still able to, to operate, of course. Yeah, we've been very fortunate, as you know. I mean, having going into our 13th or in our 13th year, going into our 14th year now, um, I've, I've said this to our, our team, we've talked about it a lot. The value of the relationships that we've created over those 14, 13, 14 years have allowed us to continue to um, be able to execute for our clients. Um, it would be very, very difficult otherwise. But fortunately, we've been at it for a long time and, you know, have um, a lot of really good and deep relationships with state agencies and, 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 and office holders, people that we need to work with. So we've been able to do a lot of the work remotely. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you think, um, at least in Missouri, do you think we're going to see any other legislation get passed this year? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Missouri legislature is actually going to reconvene this Monday um, for the final three weeks of their legislative session. Uh, they have uh, they are going to finish the state budget, which they have to, which is constitutionally mandated. Um, and then they've talked about prioritizing some legislation they're going to get done uh, that they want to get done uh, before uh, 6 p.m. on May 15th. And it will definitely be some non-COVID related stuff that uh, the legislation passes. 
uh, mid-May. And then I would guess, Jason, they come in for a special session sometime in June or July to deal with some COVID-related issues. I would say business is good for our industry since we do a lot of client work. Um, a lot of government relations, a lot of messaging and communications work. Obviously, people still need to find places to live. And obviously, they need lawyers, right? So we're yeah. lucky that, uh, that we've been able to continue on. From our standpoint, I feel like there's been a lot of, we found a lot of efficiencies and primarily for our clients. I mean, you know, we're essentially over, overpaid hourly or, you know, hourly employees, right? And so when a client wants to meet face to face, there's an additional expense to that just because they're paying for our time. So when we get on a call or a quick Zoom call, it's really more efficient for the client. Um, it really doesn't hurt us either. It just allows us to move faster and, and handle more issues for more clients. Uh, but it's certainly more efficient. There's no doubt the commercial real estate might change, but Andrew, I don't know if what you do will change very much. I think that Kansas City's real estate is going to uh, be insane. I think you're going to see a ton of people that have million dollar, 900 square foot condos uh, or renting in New York. And because of all the um, new changes with, being able to have meetings and not have to be there. They're going to move to the Midwest and Kansas city is one of the greatest cities in the country. And it just happens to be positioned in a place where this is where you can have an easy lifestyle and buy a lot of house comparatively speaking to the coast. And, you know, we have not, we certainly have not slowed down like I was anticipating. It's still been really, really uh, busy. So it's just been different. You know, I'll go to one showing and uh, it will be, a, it was an elderly couple and they were like, I'm not putting on a mask and I'm not going to wear those uh, gloves and like, I'm not putting the booties on. They were like just defiant. And then I went to another house where the whole family got out of the minivan and like, you know, a hazmat suit. So I was like, I guess I better put my hazmat suit on. I had the, <laughs> the whole deal. So you are actually going on these, you're actually going into homes and doing showings and whatnot. I am. Yeah. I just I'm was curious business. how that was working there. That's interesting. It just depends on the situation. You know, we're not like inspections. We don't go to inspections anymore. The inspector has to be in the house alone, which the appraisers are different. Um, but as far as in the showings, it just very much depends. I will have, uh, if I've got people that have immune, uh, you know, anything that can make them higher risk, we'll do virtual tours and then send the virtual tour to the potential uh, client that wants to see the house. And if they still want to see it after the virtual tour, then we'll show it. So we're trying to be creative and still be able to track whether people are interested in the home or not. What is the, uh, what is the favorite thing you've watched during the, uh, the quarantine? Great question. Uh, I mean, Tiger King is definitely up there. What else? Oh, uh, Ozark. Incredible. I just um, started the last dance. Yeah, pretty cool. That, that, that's obviously we're all kind of around the same age, pretty much. The Last Dance is awesome. A uh, really mindless show called uh, Love Is Blind. Not sure if anybody's ventured in there. <laughs> I have not, fun. but I've heard about it. Um, I like Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul's great. Been watching that. Um, we mentioned this earlier. The bar, if you haven't seen it, the Barstool documentary is fantastic. Just the rise of David Portnoy and what he did. Oh, yeah. What he's done with Barstool and you know the sale, the pen, and all the money he's made—it's it's, it's a fantastic story. Yeah, I, the, no, I haven't seen Bob Menery. Watch anything on Instagram from Bob Menery if you want to laugh. That guy's hilarious. Bob Menery. Yeah, he's the guy. The you have you not seen him? Mm -mm. 
Um, all, all I see is all the optimistic stuff that you share. I don't even see funny stuff anymore, Bash. Yeah, you do. I'll send you some funny about you. How about that? Uh, we'll have to definitely get that from you. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm just kind of going down my list of some questions I had. Um, what about a movie? Um, I watched The Gentleman. It was very good. Yeah, me too. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, uh, this brings up a good point. If, if there, you know, there's less and less ability to create new television shows and content, are we all going to start watching, you know, older TV shows and, and movies? Because like Starsky and Hutch, the old one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel like I've almost reached. But don't you feel like? David but don't Cole. you feel like there's so much content out there? Like, it will take me years to catch up on everything. When you look across, like, uh, the, the Hulu and, and and Amazon Prime and Netflix and HBO and Showtime, blah, 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 like, there's so much content. Like, I've got this list of shows to watch. It's, like, 50 shows long. Like, yeah. I don't – it's going to – it could be a five-year pandemic and I don't get caught up. I have literally watched less TV in the last 45 days than I have my entire life. I don't me watch too. anything. It's weird. <laughs> I, I, I had to like force myself to watch Tiger King just to be relevant because everybody was talking yeah, about I it. I've watched so little TV. I haven't watched that yet. So, so I think you guys are just working a lot, hanging out with your kids uh, and what cooking. Yeah, what, One thing doing? Maggie and I have started to do is, uh, is after, we'll have dinner together and then we'll listen to a podcast and just sit there in the same room and listen to the radio. Like, you know, I think what they used to do before television it's strange. It's almost like you're kind of interacting with whoever you're listening to. <laughs> like, what's the last podcast you listen to? Um, we listen to, frankly, we listen to a lot of the daily. And so uh, from uh, the New York Times, it's just yeah. a different perspective of, uh, you know, they focus on like one single point of what's, you know, one single element of what we're experiencing right now. And we've even gone back and listened to old episodes of it. I think I sent you a couple, Andy. Like, yeah, they, yeah. there was a guy that was in Wuhan, like right when it broke, and like to listen to what they were saying a month or two months ago is fascinating. Well, guys, we could talk for hours. I mean, I can't believe we've already finished finished the show today. Um, we flew through it. Andrew Bash, Johnny Kenny Hertz, and Danny Piper. I appreciate you coming back on the show. Uh, when life gets back to normal, we'll do one of these in studio at some point. Okay. We do it. I'd like for everybody to have their uh, Kenny Hertz Perry T-shirt on. That has been. We've gotten uh, more response from that than anything any marketing we've ever done in our life. That's smart. That's smart. Well, guys, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again soon. Take care. Thanks. I cut my bangs with some rusty kitchen scissors. I screamed his name till the neighbors called the cops. Go and fix your makeup, girl.